What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan Morning. You can check me out all over social platforms at Zan Morning. Ah, yes, grading. Grading cards, specifically grading wrestling cards. The trend that has seemingly taken over pretty much all aspects of trading cards in 2020 and 2021, and I don't see any end in sight, honestly. Some people think grading your cards is the end-all, be-all while others have taken a very strong stance against grading for many reasons. In today's episode, I'm going to try and touch on both the pros and the cons of both sides of this argument, and then give my final personal thoughts on the topic. But before we get into this heated debate, I just want to give you guys a few ways you can help support the show and my content. Please subscribe to the show on whatever popular podcast platform you so choose. And while you're there, leave me a review. That's one of the best ways to get this show in front of new listeners. Also, share it with a friend, a wrestling fan, anybody into sports cards, trading cards. You know, you know the drill. Check out the YouTube channel of the same name, Wrestling With Cards, where there's video versions of a lot of information that's not shared on this podcast. Speaking of more podcasts, it never stops. Worlds Collide, myself, Tony Vela, talking all things wrestling cards, Two wrestling card personalities from YouTube colliding, hence the name, Worlds Collide. Also, there are links to my social platforms below and monetary ways such as Patreon and buying me a coffee if you want to support as little as a dollar there. Trust me, guys, a dollar goes a long way, but that's okay. If you don't want to support monetarily, just keep listening to the show. So if for some reason you're in the minority of people who doesn't quite understand what grading cards means or why you would want to do it, here is a brief explanation. You select a company, there's many companies out there that grade these cards. You send the cards into them for a fee. They inspect and authenticate the card, or in some cases don't authenticate it. They give it a grade based on the condition, or again, sometimes they don't grade, they just encapsulate. Each company's got different grading scales, different things they go off of. They then encapsulate the card in a plastic slab with a serial number unique to the label that goes on that card on that slab, They send it back to you. That's pretty much the basics of grading on the surface. But why in the world would anybody want to grade a wrestling card? Let's start with the pros of grading cards. I would say the main reason why people grade cards is to increase the value of the card. The higher the grade means the better condition the card, which means generally more valuable the card is going to be when you go to sell it on the secondary market. Doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be immediately doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be years from now. It's just a general observation from the numbers. Of course, there can be a variety of factors on top of this, such as what cards are graded, the demand for those specific cards, and the demand for the company slab that you choose to grade with. Those variables on grading could be a whole show topic within itself. Another reason many people choose to grade cards is for authenticity's sake. The reason for authenticity is so you know you don't have a fake card or a fake signature on your hands. Unfortunately, some people don't find this out until it's too late in the process when they're buying and selling cards. They could have a fake card on their hands, uh, they send the card in to get graded, and it gets kicked back as being faked, trimmed, altered, you know. Preservation is another reason people grade cards. In my opinion, a graded slab is about as good as you can get from a card protection standpoint. No matter what company you pick, all of the slabs are pretty durable. They beat top loaders, 
They're pretty close to mags, although the mags, you know, if you drop those, they can come apart. Uh, I've yet to see someone drop a slab of any brand and it crack or break, though. Most modern slabs from these companies are thick enough to provide good protection, as I said, but they're not so thick that you can't easily store them or sort them between your hands like, you know, a traditional trading card. Another thing that comes to mind when people choose to grade cards is transparency. What I mean by transparency is that a company grades and labels a card, it states exactly what that card is, the person in the card, the set, the year, the grade, etc. Outside of the occasional mislabeled cards that we see pop up from time to time, it is what it says it is. Now to many of you listening to this, might seem like, hey, Zan, you're Captain Obvious making this statement. But there are a few reasons I think that this is extra important that people are not considering. For example, if you are like myself and you're heavily involved in buying and selling, selling a graded card is a thousand times easier than selling a raw card because the buyer knows exactly what they're getting based on the grade and the card as it says it is based on the label provided by the grading company. I know sometimes things get mislabeled, as I said, but for the most part, the grading companies get it right. And the reason why this is so important in 2021 is because of the chargebacks to your account. If you sell a raw card, many times if the card doesn't match the exact description to a T, even if it's a dollar card, if you list it as excellent or near mint and the buyer thinks it's more of a good condition, even if it's a dollar card, they may just kick it back to you. We all know the horrendous eBay return policies. I know they're getting a little bit better about that, but this is still something that just makes selling cards much easier on the secondary market. Not to be too morbid, but another reason I think grading your cards is important is if you as the owner of the card or the collection of the cards were to pass away. Whoever is in charge of your estate will be able to get more out of those cards because it's clearly stated what those cards are, again, based on the labels provided by the grading companies. And after a quick eBay search, they could determine a ballpark value of what that specific card was worth. I could only imagine inheriting hundreds of monster boxes filled with raw cards and not knowing anything about trading cards or sports cards and not knowing what to do with them. Sure, they could be worth millions, but if they aren't labeled correctly or aren't organized correctly, or if you just don't understand sets and you know you're not in the hobby and they're not easily identifiable it's going to be hard to sell they may be sold for pennies on the dollar they may just get tossed in the garbage some people just don't like to mess with these things and we don't want that to happen now let's talk about some reasons against grading your cards first being the current state of grading at the time of recording we have the top two grading companies in the hobby being psa and bgs with limited to no acceptance of current cards. Reason being, their card submission backlogs are in the millions. Yes, you heard that right, millions. This leaves return times around a year plus, even if you submit at a quicker submission level. Then we have several other companies trying to take control of what they can of the market share void left by PSA and BGS. And there are pros and cons to all of these companies, no matter which one you choose. So it can get very confusing to people that are trying to choose what company should I grade with or even what cards should I send in to get graded or what company is the most affordable for me to choose to get graded. Lots of variables. Lots of questions. 
Another argument against grading cards is the fact that some people collect for the sake of collecting. They don't ever plan to sell their cards. They don't ever plan to sell collections of their sets. Nothing wrong with that. They feel like they have the cards they're happy with, and they don't feel the need to pay money to send those cards to a company to let that company tell them what their card is valued at based on condition or their opinion. Again, at the time of recording, we do see some AI involved a little bit with grading, but most grading is still done by human eye and human hands. But what about the preservation? Talked about that earlier. Well, again, there are plenty of great options out there for collectors that have found over the years ways to store and display their cards similar to graded cards. Things such as the magnetic one-touches that I spoke of. Some people just like basic top loaders combined with team bags, while others even still prefer binders or just keeping them in penny sleeves and boxes. No right or wrong way to do this, but it's just an argument against having your card graded. So what's my opinion on graded cards? I honestly do see both sides of this argument, and I kind of fall a little bit into both camps of this as well. I know that might sound like a cop-out answer, but let me explain. I personally am a fan of grading certain cards. Keyword, certain. I think rookie cards are always a good one. Rare, key, iconic cards, especially in wrestling, and I'm mainly talking about wrestling when I'm talking about this section here of my opinion. I think a lot of those cards should be graded regardless of the condition. Now, it's a free country. People are allowed to grade whatever they want. But in my opinion, that's part of the reason that we are so backed up with these grading companies now. People sending in base cards of sets that really don't matter. You know, non-auto, non-rookie, non-big-name, key, iconic cards. I mean, I guess if you're able to pull this off and try to make some profit off that, kudos to you. Uh, I feel bad for the people buying them. But if you are sending some of these cards in because it's a PC item, I can't argue with that. Go for it. I just honestly feel that that's not why some of these cards are getting sent in. I'm a big fan of buying graded cards due to the fact that 99.9% .9 of the time, I know what I'm getting, what the label says, it's authenticated, protected in the slab. Again, I don't have to worry about the seller's interpretation of the card. As I said earlier, I like to buy and sell stuff on a regular basis, in and out a lot of stuff, trying to color up, move up, level up, and graded cards just makes that much easier. Speaking of buying and selling, if you grade the right stuff and you know your margins, Grading cards can absolutely make you some serious money over time with the compounded percentage. I also just think that graded cards are awesome looking. Again, I'm not partial to any slabs. I like a lot of the different companies for a lot of different reasons. I also think that each company has something different to offer to each segment of the hobby. But I also have a ton of raw cards that I don't ever plan to get graded. If you've listened to my past episodes, which I encourage you to do if you haven't already as there's great content in the archives, both on this show and on my YouTube channel. You may have heard me mention some of my player collection PCs. Shaquille O'Neal, Dennis Rodman, Karrion Cross, Machamp from Pokemon, Buffalo Bills team cards. All that stuff I'm wanting to get as a super collector, and I really don't care about the condition or the value, as they're roots of my hobby experience and collecting. And that's the way I started. That's the way I want to continue with certain things. It just brings me back to being a kid, the nostalgia of it all. And I don't plan on selling a lot of those player PCs anytime soon. So in closing, should you grade your wrestling cards? 
Well, I think that's going to really depend on your personal goals and what you want to do with your collection. Are you strictly a collector with no intentions of selling? Then there is really no reason to even mess with grading or worry about it. Just enjoy your collection, have fun with it for what it is, and enjoy the way you collect and just keep having fun. On the other hand, are you heavily involved in buying and selling or only interested in really high-end cards? Maybe you're looking at this as a strictly investment perspective then grading is pretty much a must in today's hobby landscape. I hope this episode was able to help many of you listening with the questions that I see a lot of people asking. Should I grade their cards? Is this card gradable? If you got some value out of today's episode, again, please leave me a review on your favorite podcast platforms. That's the best way to get this show out to more listeners. Share it with a friend, family member, wrestling fan, fellow hobbyist. Please subscribe. Check out the links below to my YouTube channel, other podcasts I'm involved with, Patreon, and all other kinds of fun stuff. Until next time, keep collecting, keep having fun. We'll see you.